All right, guys, welcome back. Episode number seven, Win Some, Lose Most. My name is Alex, and tonight I have with me, of course, Tyler, and we're going to drop the AKAs, Devin, and Keith. What's up, guys? Hey, yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yo, 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 thank you. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we wanted to start off the show with some breaking news. All right, this is huge, guys. One of our huge. Hosts, huge. Huge. One of our hosts is actually moving cross-country because he just got a new job. And, um, well, I guess I'm just joking about all this because he already broke the news on his own personal Facebook account. Thanks to Keith Shaw. <laughs> selfish. All right, this is some stuff we can have really brought home on this podcast. Broke news here. So drive some of the uh, listeners here to get that kind of news. But uh, thanks for doing that, man. Just go ahead and be a little hey, bit selfish I, uh, so you can get your 250 likes on Facebook. So I'm happy. hopefully you're happy about that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to drop it here on the podcast, but... Uh, I was never given a date. You know, people have been waiting on the podcast to drop, but, uh, you know, kept waiting and kept waiting, so I had to get the news out there. I will uh, I will make sure next time that any information comes through the cast first. Yeah, that would be nice. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate it. Hey, no first part about waiting for the... (laughs) Yeah, and that first part about waiting for the podcast to drop, that seems like a shot at our producer, Chris D. Wallace. Oh! Is that that true? (laughs) It, I mean, it definitely was. Uh, you know, yeah. I thought bringing him on the show last time would help that, but apparently uh, it's really not done anything for us. So. Yeah, well, we're just waiting for the state state basketball tournament to be done, so that should be coming up here soon. <laughs> okay, perfect. I know you've got some big big ones coming up, so girls' state championship coming up. You're doing it for ESPN, the Ocho. So looking forward to that, but um, shout out Chris Wallace. But uh, anyways, we wanted to get into it. Selection Sunday. All right, we're all big college basketball guys, as you know. So we wanted to jump right into that. <laughs> v, I know you've been looking at it really closely. So it's really you like to win it all. For, and it's all, all about the matchups. All about the matchups. So all about like? the matchups. Who do I like? Yeah, why not? Um, Out of the Midwest bracket, I like Oregon, actually. All right. Hmm. out of that one. Go Ducks. Um, okay. Out of the South. Who's the uh, who's the number one in the Midwest Kansas. bracket? Kansas. Okay. Kansas. Two Louisville. All right, um, V. Here's a question for you, V. Do you yeah. know any player on Oregon outside of Dylan Brooks? Not one, not one. But I like their court and they yeah. like their jersey <laughs> stuff. There you go. Like a woman. Unfortunately, they won't be playing there, V. So yeah. But, I mean, they're good. They, they I mean, they play the if they win, they play the winner of Rhode Island or Creighton. I think they could win that. Easy. Is, is Doug, Doug McDermott there. still shooting threes at Creighton or what? Yeah, I think I don't... Doug McDermott's still there, yeah. Is oh, he? is he? Right. Well, yeah. Well, shit. So that'll be fun no, to watch. No, I, I actually know. got Rhode Island going far, like Sweet 16, maybe Elite 8. I saw some guy on Twitter taking them, so that sounds pretty good. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, fuck Keep me. Keep an eye out for that. Um, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Okay. They play basketball um, there. I, I <laughs> I like Duke, I guess, in a way, but you know, the way they do the, you know, you think when you're playing your your conference uh, tournament that you know games are back to back and you know everybody's running out of juice there and toward the end of that tournament and they they pulled it off. I like to see them with some fresh legs. Yep. But, it does kind of you remind know, you. Sorry, it does kind of remind you of the uh, Kemba Walker led UConn Huskies a few years ago when they were like a. Mid mid tier seed and they went all the way and and then it went on to the tournament and we're still hot so Duke is definitely playing pretty well right now. 
Yeah, you, you can't sleep on, well, no one's going to sleep on Duke, but you can't not have a team that won the ACC tournament advancing decently deep into your bracket. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think the uh, the over-under will be on Grayson Allen tripping people in the tournament? Maybe at two? Put it at two. Two. I put two. it at two. Yeah. Two, yeah. definitely two. Yeah. And you guys take the over there, don't you? Yeah, I'm taking the over. Because okay. there's so much emotion. Up. There's so much emotion in the NCAA tournament. You yeah. Know, a kid like him that has the head case, he'll be tripping kids all over the place. And how fucking awful is it going to be hearing every announcer talk about it and how he's a great kid and he's just, you know, he's had issues. It's been tough on him. Shit like that. I mean, I'd say the over-under on here and that's probably about 100. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah, I don't probably, know anything about him. But. He'll probably average over 20, and they'll go all the way to the Final Four, and then he'll be a face in Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, but he seems like he's just had a very privileged life. But, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And he's at Duke, like, good for him. So, I mean, I'm not too worried about how his, tough his life has been or his issues with that. <laughs> Yeah, but every, you know, it was Trzeski, quite a rough private school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Trzeski had his little surgery, and, you know, they lost their games because of that. And the indefinite suspension, and, man, it's just been tough for Duke this year. You know, it's, it's yeah. been really hard. Yeah, they've, they've really overcome some first of the year, <laughs> as usual. I didn't mean that. All right, Keith. You guys all fired up about Duke, sorry. Yeah, we all love Duke. Yeah. Keith, who do you like, though? Um, well, you know, shout out to a bunch of these schools that I didn't even know existed until the tournament comes around. But I'm, you know, who do I like here? I kind of like Florida Gulf Coast. Um, shout out that John Crawl, but I like out. to see the I like to see the big dunks. Um, I'm always a fan <laughs> of big slam dunks, so now I do. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go with Florida Gulf Coast, or maybe on a more realistic level. Probably have to go with somebody like a uh, (laughs) 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 somebody's looking at the bracket for the first time. Yeah, let's go with with the flyers. Uh, Flyers, obviously. Yeah, everybody's a flyer today. Everybody's a flyer today. Well, one team, one dream. What about (laughs) one dream? What seed is Northwestern? Eight. They're an eight seed, and they play Vanderbilt, so that'll be a good matchup of all the white dudes. That will nice. <laughs> be a lot of journalism there. Yeah, I can't believe. I honestly can't believe that they've never been in the tournament before. Being a big, in the Big Ten conference, they've never been to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, one of those teams that's not really a sports school at all, really, at least for no. school sports. So journalist, journalist. Yeah, it's like think Jared Revell being your basketball team. Right, Alex. Who do you have? Whoa. Okay. All right. So um, take it. Pull it up. Rhode Island. Um, Rhode Island. Obviously, this is a little sleeper. TCU didn't make the tournament. Shout out T Walk. T Walk. Um, Purdue sucks too. So and so does Florida State. But I think I'm going to Indiana. Take, yeah. Any. <laughs> here's a good story for you guys. <laughs> so, uh, little pregame, little pre-bracket betting. Uh, I saw Indiana on there because I haven't watched college basketball all season again. I saw Indiana on there plus 30,000 to win the championship. So I'm like, oh, that's a no-brainer, right? They got some players. So I, you know, bet bet a dollar, you win $300. Bet $10, you win three grand. So um, I bet five bucks on it. And sure enough, they don't even make the tournament this year. So uh, apparently they weren't even close. And that, there was a reason why they were plus 30,000 to win the fucking whole thing. So 
shout out to them. On a serious note, who do I really have? I had it here a second ago, but I think I like Arizona just because I watched ESPN today and they were telling me that they're at the weak bracket. So I got like Arizona to get into the final four and I think they have a chance to win it. They're about due and they got some good players, but don't ask me who's on their team or anything because that would be unfair. <laughs> I know their coach, I think. Yeah. Which one is it? Rich Rod? Yeah, no, it's um his brother's at Dayton. Archie Miller, something Miller, right? Archie Miller and Sean geez, Miller. Christ, should we just call T Walk on the fucking episode now? We Sean are so Miller. <laughs> Sean Miller, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. But um yeah, I like the Sean Miller led Wildcats to, to win it all. So all right, well that was pretty interesting, guys. Um let's check back in. I think we're gonna definitely load up on some value and we'll we'll keep you updated on our Twitter WFLM podcast. Uh, we'll yeah. let you know on what we're going to uh, take there as far as putting money on, you know, who's going to win the tournament and maybe some underdogs with some good value. So you should definitely follow it. Like I said, we're very knowledgeable about college basketball, especially. This Absolutely. Year. Absolutely. Very, very. Yeah. The best thing about the tournament is, is once it's over, we're getting closer to football season. So yeah, that's then we the can best talk, thing about talk, it. You know, talk more about things that we may know or uh, know what's going on with. Well, let's get into some NFL free agency then so that we can at least act like we know what we're talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So, V, what's your biggest uh, and most shocking free agent signing so far this offseason? Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, we like honesty. Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it, but I thought the not signing prior. <laughs> I thought not signing prior was a little weird for the Browns. Perfect. That's the only athlete yeah. we've had. Yeah, I On do that, want to get into that. Oh, my God, yeah. that's frustrating. I just read, well, my old top of my phone that Pryor gave the Browns the option, gave the option to the Browns to match the Redskins' offer, and the Browns. Jesus did. Christ, that's bad. What? That. That's what I, I heard. Believe that. I don't know. Who's I running that. that organization? Seriously, and who the, is? I don't know. Analytics. Analytics. Oh, sure. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Moneyball. But um, Moneyball. Brad Pitt, I think, and Jonah Hill. So. <laughs> We're hoping to have a good year this year. But um no, in a serious note, think about think about this though. Think about the Browns wide receivers, okay? And, and just think about who they've had over the past. I mean, outside of Josh Gordon, pretty much had him for what, half half a season or ten games Maybe. that one year, twelve games that one year, and that was it. Who have the Browns had as a wide receiver that's been like as good as Silver Pryor in the last ten years? And and they they just haven't. I'd reach out and say maybe like Brian Hartline. Ooh. Hartline had Hartline didn't have a good year with with uh with the Browns. I appreciate that. He was a back to back a thousand yard receiver. Okay. But um that's right. I mean, I was told by someone that used to throw balls to both of us that I had better hands than Brian. <laughs> and I'm not talking about my ex girlfriend. Yeah, that one either. So Yeah. He had that one. Oh, yeah, what about so, Cribs? I mean, was was Cribs can he even consider it a receiver? Oh Jesus Christ, see. I'm not gonna use Cribs there. No, but Terrell Pryor was the, he's only the seventh a thousand yard receiver in Browns history. Jeez. I mean and we let him go for almost nothing. He pays he's getting one year eight million dollars. We have a hundred million dollars in cap space this off season and we pay sixteen million. Sixteen million of it Brock Osweiler so we can get a fucking second round pick. And let me tell you yeah. let me read you something because I did some research about this. Let me tell you about some of the second round picks the Browns have had over the past seven, eight years. Last year they had Emmanuel Ogba. Okay, Emmanuel Ogba, defensive end. We're still waiting to see, but he was pretty average last year. In 15, Nate Orchard, who's 
I think, making a name for himself in the defense. But, again, nobody's. Uh, the other one is Joel Bettini, Bettino in 15, who they just signed, offensive guard. But before that, Greg Little, <laughs> Montario, Hardesty, <laughs> Montario Hardesty, Mr. Torn ACL from Tennessee, if anybody remembers him, and then Robisky and Massaqua, the wide receivers in 09. I mean, these are some of our second-round draft picks, and it's like not, not like we're going to do something with it. you know. So we pay $16 million for a second-round draft pick. And we can't play Terrell Pryor, who's arguably one of the better receivers the Browns have had in the last 10 to 15 years and, outside of Josh Gordon. I mean, it's and he's not true. even – he's, not, so even, he's so not even – nowhere near his ceiling. Like, his route running was, like, awful last year. He's still yeah, like, he, no, he's, he's just an athlete. athlete. He's, he's just an athlete. athlete. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, why I, not I just, get him uh, a chance? And he's a guy that wanted to be with Cleveland. He always preached Cleveland. He was proud to be in Cleveland. And I obviously he wanted more than what he probably deserved. But at the same time, what in the fuck else are we doing? You know what I mean? So do, so yeah. make the fans happy now. and sign a player that wants to be there and that actually has a ceiling that's pretty damn high. And it's, he's pretty well scouted throughout the league that, you know, he does have a high ceiling, although he's still, you know, working out some of the kinks because he's only been yeah. in a position for a year. But you can yeah. move him around, put him in different spots. I mean, he was a multi-position athlete that we could – that we need that yeah. they would actually have some production out of. Yeah, okay, I, exactly. just, I just read the – the source with the police report, so you know how reliable that is. Yeah, um, very. They said that once he got the offer from the Redskins, he went back. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean Washington. You mean Washington. Washington. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. PC, we are PC. a PC podcast here. <laughs> PC. I guess he went back to Cleveland Browns, which is not a racial name. Um, and <laughs> Browns. That's racist, too. Jesus It was a person. It was a person. Wait five years. And actually, <laughs> their offer had actually dropped, like, less. They're like, oh, you're coming back to us. Less. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. We'll have to read into it more. But regardless, Pryor might be, a, personality-wise, he's probably a douchebag. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say he's probably not nowhere, well, nowhere near top-notch in the locker room personality-wise, probably. But nonetheless, I agree with you, Alex. And it baffles me that we did not sign him. Yeah, and, and to be fair, we still have Corey Coleman, who will uh, <laughs> still yet to be seen on him. V, yeah. laughing, all right? Oh, but, uh, still yet to be seen. He, he's one of our Cleveland's favorites under six-foot wide receivers. Did, but, did, um, he go to, did he go to Baylor? Yeah, he sure did. Ooh, he probably, yeah. Everyone yeah, that comes yeah, out of there is good. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. top-notch top dudes that come out of there. Well, Bryce sure. Setti's still got a chance, so hopefully the Browns pick him up. What, but, what's our quarterback situation? Are we still what, – We have Brock Osweiler still, I think, right, Devin? Uh, still, we're, so we still have uh, – What we're going to do with him is we're either going to eat half his contract and oh. ship him off for a third or fourth round pick, oh, or we're just going to end up releasing him. I don't know. We're, we're if you think we're getting a pick. third – if you think we're getting a third or fourth round pick for him – Without any uh, well, see, we'd have to we'd have to take a chunk of his contract, though, the money of it. Okay, all right, yeah, that's what I'd be. Yeah, we'd have, have to take on it. Like, hey, we'll, we'll pay like eight or ten million of it, and give you him and his golf set, and a, we want a fourth round pick. Or yeah, exactly. I think we need to get back what we lost from the pickup and lose money. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's. Know. I don't think anybody's giving a fourth round pick for Osweiler. No, I don't think no, no. Get rid of him. Look what Houston yep. did. Exactly. They gave up a yeah. second rounder and him just to get rid of him. Yeah. He's that bad. Yeah. I mean, I what about, uh, what do you guys think about, um, your new guard, Kevin Zeitler? From yeah. the, uh, from the 
I'm pretty excited about it. I, I do like that they're, you know, going out and trying to get talent on the offensive line. So I can't be mad about that. I think that's where it's great. I don't know about that line. Kenny Britt is a good pickup, but I think he would have been fine like playing prior to. I mean, you know, I mean, how – has he been in the league a long time? He seems to feel like he's been – maybe not, but – like, like five or six years, I think, yeah. Oh, I thought too bad. Keith, yeah. I know, uh, what, what's your – I mean, I know you're a Packer fan, but are you going to become a Bills Mafia? With the move, um, I'm actually I'm a patriot I'm a Patriots fan now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic, classic. So you yeah. you know, uh, yeah. No, I'll become definitely a fan of the Bills Mafia. Be in the Bills Mafia, but um, still at heart, you know, got to go with whoever wins the most yeah. recent Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. But uh, so, we did uh, we gave up the Packers gave up Micah Hyde to. Uh, to the Bills, so I, you know, maybe I can, I can hey, get into that, go. you know? Yeah. That'll be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Follow, follow his career, for sure. Could, right. could be some good good content at that Bills Mafia shows, tailgate. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're a Packers fan. Yeah, so you'll you're, do a win some, lose most Facebook Live from, uh, from Bills there Mafia. There you tailgate. go. There you go. I guarantee you won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess the last thing we wanted to maybe hit on, um, I think we're all a little bit more interested in NBA basketball. Which is shocking because, like five to ten years ago, that was the exact opposite. But yeah, true. Funny how the times times they are a changing. They are. Anyway, so we wanted to quickly talk about NBA MVP race. Obviously, I think it's a four-man race at this point between James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, and the LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> shout, out, shout out, Keith. Um, so. Does anybody have an opinion on who they think will win the MVP or who deserves the MVP? I, you know, I'm at end. Uh, Harding is on track. Harding? Tanya? Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Tanya Harding, okay. I didn't realize she was in the NBA now. Oh, shit. Anyway, J.H., uh, he's, he um is on track to murder the all-time 30-some-year-old record for most turnovers in a season. And Westbrook will probably also beat that record. Yeah, I saw that. James wow. Harden is averaging six turnovers a game. And that's Jeez. awful. That's awful. bad. And what's the worst thing you can do as an offensive player? Turn the ball, Turn the ball over. So, yeah, yeah I saw shout that. Out, shout out Travis Bradford, freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see if he, we'll see if we can get him a lift and shout out. So, um, no, but, you know, you're six turnovers – a game. That's I mean that's substantial. But at the same time, his team is third in the West, which is clearly the better top heavy anyways league. Mm-hmm. Him and Westbrook though, like their efficiency's not good. Their efficiency's not good at all. It um, reminds me of like LeBron on the old Cavs when like LeBron was like the only guy. You know? Yeah, he put up big numbers, but not really efficient. Yeah, which gets me to the point where I guys want to go ahead and say that LeBron James should be the MVP this year. Keith, I know yeah. you're not going to like it, but he absolutely is MVP. This guy is shooting almost 55% from the field. All right, that's like wow. what an NBA center does. Okay, he's shooting better. He's shooting better from the three-point line than Harden and Westbrook, and only like a half a point, I believe, or maybe even past Kawhi Leonard at this point from the three-point line. His weakness, supposedly. All right, and just for reference, Russell, Russell Westbrook shoots 32% from the three-point line. He's like the worst in, in the NBA wow. shooting guard, three-point guards. <laughs> I, I mean, that's awful. And James Harden's yeah. at like 34%. And there was a point in the season where he passed Steph Curry for percentage-wise, which I thought was awesome as well. Shout out Steph Curry. Shout out Keith. 
<laughs> is Keith still there? Yeah. Oh, he's here. No, he's, he actually went to sleep. It was nice for him. <laughs> okay. All right. He had a busy day today. So, so those are his stats. And then LeBron's averaging almost nine assists a game. It's 26 a game. I mean, and his yeah, on and off court. No, you can't, I mean, his the defense, like him to Kawhi, is absolutely not even close. I agree. Kawhi has 26.2 points per game, um, three and a half assists with six boards, so he's lower in boards. Um, but his defense is you can't – I mean, there's nothing that you can – you can't compare that. And you take Kawhi off of the Spurs. That's a good I mean, point. You know, I, I think, think – no, no. But, I think, again, if you take LeBron off of the Cavs. Yeah. They're both great players, but I don't see how you could not make an argument – for Kawhi as well. That's what yeah. I would say. I I, I could like be wrong him. on this, but I think every time Kawhi has not played, the Spurs have won. And they, the last I've seen on ESPN, I think they're negative nine with him on the court, where LeBron is plus 14. Really? LeBron, LeBron you're big, a big number guy. Yeah. I, I, could, be off, I could be off. The, I just watched them on the night, the night or two ago. He thought I'm big for yeah. <laughs> he's, but no, he's a big game Lakes guy. He's a Cleveland Browns guy. But, Whoa, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not buying all in the numbers on Kawhi. I think Kawhi is phenomenal. I'm not going yeah. to lie about that. Yeah. He kind of snuck up a little bit. He kind of snuck up, though, a little bit towards the end of the season. He's played really well. Because early on in the year, it was really just like a two-man race, three-man race with LeBron. You know, obviously, in Harden and, and Russell Westbrook. But Westbrook, I mean, I think he's last. I'm serious about that. He's I got think the lowest so percentages. He's got the highest usage as far as, like, shots and touches and everything. And he's going to be averaging a triple-double, but I, I just don't care. I mean, and I, I think – Look how many triple-doubles are happening this season or in this day and age. It's just the offenses are so much faster. It's like it's – Yeah, they are. They are, but if that was – I mean, nobody else has ever averaged a triple-double. And LeBron doesn't triple-double. What, he just got his 50th or whatever? Like – yeah, nobody does what Westbrook's doing. So you can say you don't care, but if LeBron's doing that, then the problem is no one else is doing anything on Westbrook's team. It's just Westbrook. Can you name name more players on the team? I mean, yeah, but they're garbage. Like he's had Doug trash McDonald. for Doug McDonald. Apparently, he's not at great. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the Thunder's record: they're 37 and 29. I mean, they're eight games above 500. So, I mean, that's all right. But it's like LeBron in Cleveland back. Pre Miami days, I mean, he was doing better than well, that. He had he had Sasha Papovich. Yeah, you look at you look at that '07 NBA Finals team. That is like the biggest joke in NBA history. It's the fact that that team <laughs> made it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Eastern Conference is one of the biggest jokes in NBA history as well for the past yeah. what ten years. So, I mean, reigning champs, but other than that, I guess nothing. But which gets us to our next point, Keith. Tell us about the Warriors' struggle. Four, lost four out of the six games. And the first time losing three games in three NBA regular seasons, because no one ever wants to talk about their three-game skid in the uh, NBA Finals last year. But go ahead. Yeah, well, first <laughs> off, like, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining our Cleveland podcast. Sounds like we yeah. we pretty much Cleveland strong. We should, we'll, Cleveland yeah, strong. we'll have to hit the Indians next. and But yeah. the Warriors will be fine. You know, obviously it's tough, you know, and Curry has not been shooting it as yeah, well been, at all. Um, Iggy has not – um, you know, his defense hasn't been there. There's just a lot going on, um, but I, I'm not worried. I think Durant will be back because, you know, he had a little boo-boo on his knee, um, <laughs> on his ankle. So, 
He'll be back. They'll be strong. Again, all these numbers, people that want to talk about, oh, how many games they lost in a row, whatever, that's fine. But, you know, it comes down to the uh, to the finals, and hopefully they don't lose another 3-1. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, here's a good example of why you can't always look at the numbers. There's this website called 538, and they did, like, a bunch of politics numbers and stuff, too, and I missed on all of those as well. But anyway, so they were talking about the chances – NBA team's chances of winning the NBA championship this year, and they said Washington Wizards had a higher chance, higher percentage chance to win it than the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where the fuck you were plugging those numbers in, but they are wrong. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, why? Just because they were... That's I mean, bad math. They've, they've been playing hot maybe recently, but I mean, that's just dumb. It doesn't even make sense. Anyways, that's why the numbers do lie sometimes, so... Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like Mike and Jamel, but... So no, overall to say I think that uh, yeah, shout out to ESPN, but overall uh, the the NBA season I think it's fun, it's awesome, but it really doesn't matter until we get to the playoffs. Um, see yeah. who's healthy, then um, you know watch the Warriors take it home. See, then that's the thing. I guess we'll get into a yeah, that's the thing. I guess we'll get into a side note here, but. Yeah, the NBA regular season is just, it's really boring. There's a couple good matchups, and, and I like watching the Cavs just to watch, you know, LeBron play because he's the best player on the planet. But at the same time, it's it's really boring. Once you get into the playoffs, it's a whole different level. Whereas with football, and I'm sorry to go, always go back to football, but like college yeah. football, every game matters. Every, every game matters. week NFL, matters. Every NFL, week. NFL, almost every game matters. I mean, you can lose a couple of there and still have a chance. But every week it matters. Every week you have to be locked in. <laughs> There's not players, you know, resting for games in, in football. And I understand it's a higher intensity and in game for sure, but um, yeah. that's why they have to have less games. But at the same time, it's, it's like it's the perfect yeah. length of season to keep yeah. you interested. Every single game matters. And they drag it out versus, still. They drag it out still. They drag they thing all the way from do. September to February. I mean, so yeah, approaching the Cleveland Browns' favorite time of the season, which is the NFL draft. So we're looking, <laughs> looking forward to a big draft this season. Um. Yeah, yeah, big one. We haven't had a big one in about 30 years, so we're hoping this is our year. So. We we all know who's going to be number one, or should be. Hopefully he goes to Cleveland. Who do we pick up at two? At 12? Or our second pick, sorry, yeah. Um, I would Trade say, Google. I don't know. I haven't really looked at it too much, but would you be mad at like a Deshaun Watson at 12? If he lasts that long? God. What, what, what do you think? What's the old big Trubisky fucking train going on? I don't want him that high. I don't think. No, no. Eighteen. Wait till eighteen. Yeah. J T. Barrett. I honestly think he's going to be a changed man. He's going to be a changed man this coming season under Kevin Wilson. Shout out, father in law. Shout out, father in law. <laughs> but I think I like the, the uh, I like the optimism, Devin. Yeah, very, uh, very true to your, very true to your teams. Yeah, I, I will kill for them. I mean, I think if you, get, I think Deshaun Watson at twelve would be a great pick. Uh, I, I, okay. I think overall Watson's going to be very good. I'm not a fan of old Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, um, I'm neither am I. I think if you can get Kaiser in the second round, that is also going to be a good pick. Um, he fell hmm. off at the end of the year, but. He's showed glimpses, and if you go back to the beginning of 2016 season, um, he was definitely the number one rated quarterback, and they've said the most pro-ready. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a rough year, but I think in time, Kaiser will be good. To be honest, I wouldn't mind getting Kaiser in 
second or late second round as well. So yeah, that's not bad. I honestly I don't know that Kaiser will last that long, but yeah, if you can get him, I think he's worth the second round pick. I don't even give a fuck what quarterback we get as long as they fucking actually are the one. It could be some goddamn fucking division three football. I just in the end, like you look at some of the major quarterbacks or elite quarterbacks, like they weren't a lot of them weren't first round draft picks. You just don't know. Especially at the quarterback position. You can take yeah, they weren't from big schools, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just – or they weren't yeah, high draft picks. Like Joe Flacco, Aaron Rodgers, Oregon State Joe doesn't Flacco. count as a big school. Joe Flacco is not an elite quarterback. Let me throw that out there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no. He's an, as elite as Trent Dilfer. <laughs> that one year. Yeah, I mean, you look at Tom Brady. He didn't come from a big football school. You know, so it's all these guys that, you know, they're all just small young kids. Some, some fucking shithole. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember the name of it. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, guys, it's been a great show. We we gave them sports. Yeah. Oh, so, we had something. Last week, we kind of uh, we missed out on a, a few tweets. A quick question. This comes from Andrew Lammers. On, uh, uh, he added the WSLM podcast. He was wondering what, what your guys' stance is on always resorting to Google instead of actually debating something with friends at the bar. So, V, you may be able to uh, help us out with this one. I know you you enjoy your enjoy your beers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're debating with some guy at the bar. Do you resort to Google or do you just continue the conversation old way, the old school way? Hmm. You know, I'd like to say I'd go the old way, but here recently I just go straight to Google, unfortunately. <laughs> It's just easier. It's just easier. Yeah, that's than, your mentality. Too. It's like, fuck this. There's two ways to go about Google. You secretly Google, and then you sound like the smart guy. <laughs> yeah. so you can be polite about it. You can be polite about it. Like, hey, guys, right, it's got it right here on Google. Here it is. Here's what happened. Here's the story. Here, here's, the, here's the numbers. Yeah. But don't don't be the guy that's like secretly Googling, which like everybody yeah, has. I was going to say, that's everybody that's is a secret warrior. Google guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am a secret Google guy for sure. Absolutely. It makes you look smarter. Yeah. I Google everything before I tweet it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fact I guess fact check. We are pro Google for sure. But okay. at the same time, I, I agree. I sort of like playing that game if you're with a buddy or two and you're just, you know, like, oh, wait, no, let's not look it up yet. Let's try to think about it. You know, if we're yeah. trying to think yeah. of, like, who won, a, who won an MVP a certain year or a championship that year or, you know, what school did he was he from? If you're talking about pro players, oh, what, what college did he play at? That kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah, we just all get into Google. And then if you're trying to say anything smart about sports, you always use Google. So. Got one more. Um, last one, sorry, guys. Uh, best solution when you're wearing a suit but have to pee in a urinal. Best way to avoid splash on dress pants. <laughs> I do wear fancy clothes here and there. And I'm just a pulled out of the zipper kind of guy. But if it's all else fails, you might want to just pull them down your Ankles, like Kevin Hart. Jamie Not a bad, not a bad way to avoid it. Not a bad way to avoid you it. Know, for sure. Summer's coming around the corner, and we all know what sandal season when you feel that little extra mist off the urinal hitting your feet. Yeah. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> we all know. I know exactly. It. We all know it. You, you know just rub it on the back of your calf. Yep. I think I've, I've honestly, I've given up on trying to avoid splash on my pants. Um, I feel 90% of the time when I take a piss, for some reason, I only shook it twice or three times and wasn't able to finish the job. 
wearing wearing gray slacks or yeah. gray pants. Pretty much every day, and I'm like, well, fuck. And then you just kind of hold some papers in front of your in front of your dick there as you're walking <laughs> through the office. Or, and yeah. again, don't don't act like you haven't been there. So, no, no, like, we've all been there. That's kinda my like, take on it. I just go, like I just that. go wash my hands even more aggressively and then like exactly. it blast it all over your Because when it's really obvious, when it's really obvious, then you can really play it off. You're like, oh, I just washed yep. my hands all over myself. Yep. But um, yep. if it's just a couple sprinkles, and it's like that guy's, that guy just pissed on himself. Yeah. The worst, <laughs> the worst is when like you take a piss, and you don't realize that you didn't really pull it out your pants down far enough, and you're kind of cutting the circulation or the flow off <laughs> from your cock. And then like you go to you go to throw it back in your pants, and then you realize that you just like did a half piss in your pants. You're like what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the worst is when you're trying to hold your phone and they are trying to like, tweet, obviously, while you're pissing, and, and then your your fucking briefs go right up underneath your balls and cut off the circulation. Yeah. You hear that or just goes splattering everywhere. And then you try to put it away. This just, just leads into what you were saying, Deb. And then you try to put it away, and then it just gets all over your fucking pants at that point. Wow. Yeah. So don't tweet and piss. This is first world problems, obviously. Don't tweet and piss. Well, I'm going to put one more in there. You ever, like, try to, it's dark, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and you got to piss, and you can't see the toilet, but you know your bathroom where you're at, but it yeah, sounds yeah. like you're not hitting the toilet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> you try to <laughs> overcorrect, and then all of a sudden, you're like, you hear it hitting the wall, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> to find out, you know, you're sleeping on your stomach, and you just, like, left your dick crooked. So, <laughs> Come to find out, you never made it out of the bed. You were actually yeah. <laughs> you're pissing in the clothes basket. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you were so. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't realize I was so educated on like dick and pissing. So. Yeah. It's a good thing we to be are. educated about. Yeah. I mean, we obviously need to start an awareness group about yeah. failure. In fact, failure. we should just quit our quit our jobs and quit this podcast and do that. Just talk yeah. about dicks and piss. Yeah, we're really good with dicks, I've realized. I think we brought it up every episode. So. <laughs> a lot of dicks. A lot, a lot of dicks. talk about dicks. A lot of dicks. Hey, shout out to our uh, to our listeners who are asking us questions about dicks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. We, were, we were prompted this time. Correct. We were prompted. But anyways, we better get going. We've already went way over time. We're running out of recording time. Literally running out of recording time. So... We love you guys. It's been a great time. Um, we gave you some support. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I'll see you guys later. Go Browns. See ya. Go Browns. Trap time. Trap time. Come see ya. Trap times. Go Cavs. Rain champs. <laughs>